Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Welcome to the Hotel Hell. Check-in time is now. Check-out time is never. It's Mike Shope. Does my room have cable? No. And the sheets are made of fire. Can I change rooms? Sorry, we're all booked up. Hell convention in town. And the Bulldog. Can I have a late checkout? I'll have to talk to the manager. You're not the manager, even in your own fantasy? I'm the owner. The co-owner. With Satan. It's Mike Shope. Okay. Just so I understand that in your wildest fantasy, you are in hell. And you are co-running a bed and breakfast with the devil. And the bulldog. Yeah, but I haven't told you my salary yet. Go. $80,000 a year. On WGR mm. Sports Radio 550. Welcome back. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. The Sabres are playing too late for us to do any sort of pregame uh, show. But there will be one. It'll be at 930. It'll be glorious. Sabres at Kings. Then Saturday at San Jose. Then they have a week off. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pit. The third goal. The pit of despair. The third goal. Can you believe the third goal last night? Oh, God. I mean, just can you believe it? Falling down yeah. in the neutral zone and right. getting up and sort of catching up and then skating away from the guy. To get out of the way, like worse than the Senators on the Pommonville uh, goal yeah, on that it was one. Not uh, yeah, not help. Good. Just step, come right over here. Yeah, and listening. He's to, your shot. You know, you know, Clifton. By the way, if you weren't watching, uh, Mike is describing falling on the third uh, Anaheim goal, and then I've got the coach after the game telling us all that you know well, they really you could feel them sag after the second goal, and we just you know we got to work through that, and like oh my god, <sighs> I mean. You could feel him sag. You could feel him sag. <laughs> what, what, what? Yeah, yeah. I, he I made I, them all turn around I, and look I, at their faces. I, I could see it too. I, I just, oh my gosh. <laughs> Enough about that. Yeah. Tom is next. Hello, Tom. Hey guys, I'm still laughing about that commercial. That was just on. Um, anyway, how are you guys doing? Um, I'm great. I wanted to talk about. Okay, I wanted to talk about what you guys said, Mike. You said about the. Um, the pass to digs and uh, the probability of that actually um, working. I, I believe that that's what you were saying. The, 
that it was um, the probability of that working was 56% or something? Well, what we were talking about was the win probability before the second down play, which was the incompletion to Shakir, and they were at 56.4 or 5 or whatever you said percent. Um, And then we laid out, like, if they score there, what it would be, if they get – the third and two, what it would be. So we were talking about how that changed depending on what happened on that play, the outcome of that play. Yeah, when when I saw that play, I thought, well, this, that's a long bomb. That's a long way. And it's just like, why is he going for so much yardage? You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking, why couldn't they just work it out, you know, try to just get the first mm-hmm. down and then take time off the clock. Right. You know, that was. Yeah, know, that's, that the, was, that's the subject of why we were talking about it. Right. Yeah. And uh, it seems like, uh, when Allen was doing, when the offense was stalling, that's what he was doing more of, like just throwing the ball further, like just trying to go for too much. And um, I just felt like, and then later on they had Cook running the game. But it was frustrating because you'd see Cook, they'd, they'd send him up the middle, and then he'd get stopped. They did that like four times or something like that. And uh, it was just frustrating to see that, that how they uh, – didn't pick up on just, you know, the offensive line wasn't doing their job. So, you know, you could blame the kicker. You could say, hey, the kicker didn't make it. But the offensive line, I mean, those guys lost the battle on the front line too. So they couldn't run. But when they can't run, why can't they just do like little uh, passes over the line, you know, like screen plays? Well, they did a lot of that in the game too. Like the majority of Allen's throws in the game were at or behind the line of scrimmage. Um, but look, it, the running the running game really did get frustrating late in the game because they they did they 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 kept trying to do it. It wasn't like like they they hammered it, but it got stuffed. I mean, his last few carries before the first down carry that preceded the two minute warning were losses. I mean, we talked about it on Monday. He, 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 from a gambling perspective, he was over his total for the game and lost enough yardage to end up back under for the game. And so I think they, you know, they want to run clock there. So they're going to try to run the ball. And so there's some understand something understandable about it to me, but they just had no answer once that ground game stopped working. It was working so well early in the game. Whatever Kansas City did, whether their guys just tried harder or there was some schematic adjustment, the Bills never found a counterpunch to it because they were ripping them in the first part of the game on the ground. And when that dried up, you know they kind of stalled on offense. Thanks, Tom. Here's Sean next. Hi, Sean. Hey guys, how's it going? Great, thanks. Um, just want to say I'm a first time caller, a long time listener. I appreciate what you guys do. You guys are amazing. Um, all the coverage that you guys do and all the time that you put in, I go it probably goes unrecognized a lot. But um Thanks. Thanks. That's I nice a you question to say. about Thank you. Um I just had a question about um uh kicking the field goal on the fourth down. Um our defense wasn't stopping anything at that point. And um, uh, Allen was moving the ball really good earlier in the game and even later in the game. And all of a sudden, it was just like two throws to the end zone and nothing. And then I know Allen could have gotten the first down and then two off more time. But giving the ball back, even if they tied the game, giving the ball back to KC with a minute 50 plus mm-hmm. and two timeouts is, is it, it, you're, you're basically giving the game back to them to get a field goal and win. And 
I'm a, I'm a long-time Bills fan, right from the, the late 80s into the 90s. So I went through all that time, and uh, I just thought that they, they gave up on that last series. And uh, I, I, I want to hear from you guys. I don't want to cut my radio off and, 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 and cut over you guys. Gotcha. Like I said, you guys are amazing. I just want to hear your thoughts on it. That's all. Thank you. I'm, I'm kicking fourth and nine 100 times out of 100 there myself. The, um, the idea is to not have it be fourth and nine. Right. I mean, fourth and three, fourth and two. Like, I, maybe that that's a that's a different conversation. Fourth and nine, I'm I'm kicking. I I know the danger that I, I, I believe me. I I wasn't assuming he was going to make the kick, but I certainly wasn't sitting there worried about him missing it. I would say I don't know if those are not the same thing or not. But I I, I was mostly on to, oh God, <laughs> Kansas City's going to get the ball back, and all I did was tie them, and this is. This is going. This could be really bad. Uh, and even if they don't beat me, they, they, we're going to overtime again. And just ugh, after feeling so good coming out of the two minute warning, like I, I'm, I'm in great position here. I, I loved where they were, and it just it, it unraveled and ended so fast. But I, I don't know. Going along, you want my opinion? I'm kicking a hundred times out of a hundred on fourth and nine there, and recognizing the risks. It's a part of why I've disagreed with what they did on the two plays. Because your worst case scenario should have been better than that. But they threw two passes and didn't connect on either, and here we are. That's just what happened. Yes, they could have hit one or both. Didn't. Fourth and nine is a field goal. Fourth and one, everybody goes for it, I think. Fourth and two or three is maybe where we'd have the most interesting life here, talking about that one, maybe for years. Fourth and four, I think they would probably have kicked. Um, I don't know what the numbers are on all of those, but fourth and nine is, I think, definitely a field goal. Sean is next. Hi, Sean. Oh, wait. We just talked to Sean. Sorry about that. (laughs) He said the thing about his car, I thought that meant, like, keep him on hold. So then I just – and there was somebody else there, and that guy then dropped off at the last second. I also got confused there. with Sean. I should have let him just just take it, see what he says back. Maybe he does the whole thing over again. (laughs) Right. Sean, you're on the air. Sean, come back. Just keep going back to nah, him. That's okay. You have to come back. It's fine. We got it. Whenever we get to, if we do it, our annual quarterback carousel draft, mm. that'll be pretty good. There are some really interesting situations, as usual. Tampa Bay, Mayfield's up. What yeah. what happens? What what do they give Baker Mayfield? Three years, $80 million. I was going to say $80 million. Would you support that? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I think the kids, uh, the kids still do this. The kids a while ago, I'm a Baker Mayfield stand. Never understood that. I'm a stand. What does that mean? I stand for, it's short for, st- I have no, Zach, over to you. Any idea? I have no I, idea. I wish I had an explanation. Stand, I, have I don't know. Stand. I know I've never used it. I, I can proudly say right, I've never there. said it or used it. I, I I just did. There are there are actual words. I'm a Mayfield fan. They're out there. I'm a Mayfield fan. Uh, yeah, I I would support that. I think even if I were a Bucks fan, uh, I, you know, like he was, he's always been. He's a lot of there's talent there. Um, you know, right situation, and I think that worked pretty well. Should they pay Evans? Evans is up too. Yeah. Thirty going on thirty one. He's been making sixteen and a half. UFA does he get what does Evans get how how 
many teams will want Mike Evans at like top dollar at age 31. He had a very good year. Yeah. He had big drops late. Yeah. At top dollar, that's tough. I mean, you you could be venturing into like Julio Jones territory. You could, like Tennessee Julio Jones. Yeah. You could, but if you're one guy short and you have cap space. That's a tempting one. Houston. Hmm. They don't need him as badly as other right. teams, but that's pretty tasty. They have seventy million in cap space. Uh-huh. They're young. Well, I like uh, it. That could be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, so May, I think they pay Mayfield. I would. I almost at this point would be stunned if they if they don't. I think the only reason they wouldn't is if for some reason he thinks he deserves, you know, whatever the the quarter billion dollar contract or whatever that the big guys have all gotten. But at this stage of his career, I think Geno Smith is where he's living. And so I think somewhere in that range. I don't know if three for 80 is exceeding what Geno I did. I but... don't love how this feels for them, but I need a better idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a better idea. Like Kirk Cousins is going to market, unless Minnesota you know, does that again. Right. But there'll be teams, maybe many, that might want that. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Could pass as a guy that can win big for you, not that he ever has, but somebody will talk themselves into that, <laughs> Some, right? Yeah, those are two different, yes. Somebody would talk themselves into him being someone who could win big for them. I never have thought there was any chance of that, and I still don't. Washington? He, he's he's going to go back to Washington? Maybe. <laughs> That's hilarious. Not Washington? Vegas? What about Atlanta? Atlanta? Vegas? No. Yep. That seems like a fit. Yeah, he's... He, Pittsburgh? He, yeah, make no mistake. I'm not telling you he doesn't have a start. He has a starting job for sure. Like, if he wants it, he's going to get a job. Yep, I agree. Uh, no question to me about that. But, oh, there is, you know, he's coming off an Achilles injury, right? Yes. And I don't know. Has he got any of Aaron Rodgers' magic potions or anything? I, I don't know if it, how quickly that's going, but that was pretty late in the season, wasn't it? Cousins, yeah. middle, midseason, at Green Bay. New England, rookie, or Justin Fields. Fields, I think Atlanta, but it depends who the coach of the of that team is. Like, I think right now, I would say I would predict it's not Chicago, Fields, because they they hired a coordinator, what Waldron, right? That was there was some connection to USC. There was some connection to USC, right, right? Yeah, or. Some other no, there, camp yeah, or yeah, something. Caleb Williams, yeah, there was. Uh, he was. He was his quarterbacks coach, right? Cliff Kinsbury. He was being, or it was reported, he was going to be interviewed by Chicago. Right, but oh, the, that's not what I mean, though. But, but the other guy, there's a the guy that did go there. There's some ties. to Wasn't Caleb. there? Yeah. Or no, the, you know what? It was Kingsbury. I think we're confusing the. I think Zach's right. The Kingsbury reporting, like when he was a candidate for that gig. That's that. That was the job he had this past year. Was USC's quarterbacks coach. QB Collective is what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay, where they're both a part of that organization. QB oh. Collective, okay, the training. Yeah, right. Waldron and uh, Caleb Williams. Okay. Um. Yeah, New England. I don't know. Could they go for Kirk Cousins? Like, where? What do they think they're doing in New England? They won't. They they'll they have the third overall pick. One of those quarterbacks is going to the Patriots. Right. If he doesn't start right away, then some journeyman will. 
Tyrod Taylor will start. Somebody like that. Or or even Mac, the guys they have. Mac Jones is Mac under Jones. contract. I mean, you don't have That's to, right. That's you know, right. He'll start. Yeah. Yeah. But then Drake May or somebody, right. Daniels, will be uh, yep. in waiting. Well, that makes sense. I don't know if the Raiders can get that guy with where they draft. and they're, So they're sort of stuck. Minnesota, similarly, is kind of mm-hmm. kind of stuck. Have to get creative here. New Orleans might be another one. Carr could be one and done there. What was that? What was that? That, that signing was not he's, crazy. He's getting paid. I think. I don't think he's a free agent. No, he's you no. Know, it's like a three-year, two or three-year deal he signed on there. I think so. He's under contract. I'm sure of that. I just don't know what the number is. Um, how easy it is to get out from under it if they want to. They should want to. I mean, that is just never gonna work. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. They were they were in the running for the division, right? I mean they were right they were there. Well, they were lousy, but they were there. I don't know how much they'll talk themselves into that, but yeah, I Derek Carr is just underwhelming. Atlanta, Washington, do we I mentioned Washington for cousins. That's probably not likely, but Another team that doesn't have its coach yet and needs a quarterback, which was true last year, just like it was for Atlanta and a lot of these other teams. They're just always the Raiders. Garoppolo was their idea. How high a pick does Washington have? Two. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, they're getting a guy. Williams is unquestionably one. I think so. That's how it sounds. Here, I mean, I think there was some debate about his season being sort of a drop-off from last year. You will definitely hear scrutiny of him. Yeah. It's that, and it's like the report from way back that he wanted, it was his dad, that he wanted an ownership share of whatever team picked him. <laughs> right. Um, his ability, as the players have now, to use money they can make in school playing college football against the NFL, but I don't think that'll happen at the top of the draft. Maybe that's already kind of played out with the guys who announced. Um, but, like, it's, it's not going to be better financially for, like, Marvin Harrison Jr., I think, to stay right. at Ohio State. Right. Uh, but th- there's a little bit more leverage. Yeah. And so, and, you know, some old-school media just do not like the smell of any of that from college, you know, quote, right. kids. Right, You yeah. know, who, who should have the power right. here, you know? Right. Um, so I think Williams will be criticized for different things on and off the field, uh, but I would be surprised if he didn't end up right. still as the number one right. pick. That's what I thought. Uh, I have an update on Stan. Yeah. It's from an Eminem song. Yeah. Called Stan, about a stalker cycle fan. So Great. Go. Good. Didn't, didn't know that. Closure. Yesterday we talked to Ross Tucker about the stinging loss, the Bills and Kansas City, what happened and where the Bills go from here. Really interesting stuff. We think you'll love it. Stay tuned. Mike Show Open the Bulldog, WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 